Have any of you out there heard about this new game, Zebra Baseball? Apparently the rules are three stripes and you're out. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Today on the show, the Canadians and the Hurricanes are going head-to-head in an offer sheet battle. Yeah, that's a thing. Uh, The Mets' new celebration is actually a middle finger to their fans. And, of course, we got to talk about the Eagles making a big trade for a big-time quarterback. Stick with us, friends, because sports, sports, sports starts now! Welcome, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. Now, for those of you that are old fans or been here before, you can tell we have some lovely new sounds, a new, new song to uh, start our sports-tastical day. Um, so yeah, that's a fun change. Now, I know I haven't been here in a few weeks, and I will explain to you now, uh, having a baby is hard. It is very hard. Our our son is one month old, um, sleeps, eats, poops. He's a good baby. He really is. Uh, But it's taken me some time to, A, figure out the podcast and how I want to keep doing this and, um, you know, figure out times that work for me to to record and film and all of that other stuff. But, friends, it's okay. We're back and we are ready to rumble. Now, if we hear some cries on this lovely baby monitor... Might just have to pause for a moment or two. Just letting you know. But no pause, no no cries. Hey, we're good to go, baby. Okay, okay. So for those of you who are new to the program, we typically talk about all the sports news and information from the previous week and give you some insight on the next week, month, year, etc. If you like what you hear, find me on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago. That's me. If you don't like what you hear, well, tune in next week. It might get better. Um, and you can email me directly, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, all right. I had a nice weekend, friends. Uh, I went to New York, Long Island. That's where I grew up. And... Uh, it was cool. Got to see some people I haven't seen in a long time. Got to see some old friends, and and uh, yeah, it was it was fun. And and uh, oh, and my birth it's my birthday today. Happy birthday! Oh my God, I'm thirty. I'm old, friends. It's okay. It's okay. Even my baby's crying. You hear him crying on there? He's crying because his dad's old. He has an old dad. All right, let's get into the sports. There's so much to talk about. Uh, So let's start with the standings for baseball. Rays right now are on top of the AL East with 82 wins, but the Yankees are five and a half back, right? Yankees have gone on this crazy big winning streak. Um, However, ah, they they lost their last two. They lost to the A's in two, two games. So that gave the A's a little bit of a push in the wild card. Uh, Gave us the Red Sox because they're, they're winning a couple games now. 
they're six and four in their last ten, and the Rays have been just as good. So the Yankees really haven't made up much ground between them and the Rays. So right now you have Rays, Yankees, Red Sox, Blue Jays, and Orioles in the AL East. In the Central, it's the White Sox, Indians, Tigers, Royals, and Twins. And in the AL West, you have the Astros, Athletics, Mariners, Angels, and Rangers. If the playoffs started right now, it would be the Rays, the White Sox, and the Astros getting in. Your two wild card teams would be the Yankees and Red Sox, which would be a really fun play-in game. Personally, I I think that would just be really cool to see. Um, it'd stink for either team, because either team is a competitor. Either team's really good. Um, but the Rays, man, the Rays have control of the AL East right now. And the way, White Sox, way to go, La Russa. I mean, that was, that was a huge... Uh, win for them bringing him in. Now they're five and five in their last ten, but it's going to be tough for the Indians to catch up this late in the game. And the Astros, there they have enough wins ahead of the Athletics. I don't think the A's are going to catch up either. Going into the National League now, the Braves were not in first place a couple of weeks ago. It was the Phillies and the Mets have also been up there at various points this season, and yet the two of them look terrible right now. Now the Braves are 7-3 in their last 10, 70 wins. That puts them on top of the NL East. The Brewers are leading the NL Central with the Reds eight and a half games behind them, followed by the Cardinals, Cubs, and Pirates. I think the Brewers are just going to run away with it at this point. And the NL West, the big surprise here, well, two big surprises. One, that the Giants are in first place. They have two and a half games over the Dodgers right now. Uh, Dodgers aren't far behind them. And then you have the Padres, who really went out, spent big, and they lost two and eight of their last ten. And and they almost they almost they went hardcore trying to get Max Scherzer at one point. Scherzer ends up going to the Dodgers and then whoop Dodgers sweep this weekend. Oh so bad. So bad. The guy who could have been helping them get into the playoffs is now the guy completely shutting them down. If the season ended right now, it would be Braves, Brewers and Giants. Dodgers would be your first wild card. And believe it or not, the Cincinnati Reds would be your second. Now, a Reds and Dodgers one-game series, we all know how that's going to go, friends. Obviously, to L.A. The Padres are still actually in the hunt. Even though they're 15 and a half game back from the uh, from first place, they are still in the hunt right now. Uh, so it could end up being Dodgers-Padres, which would be very, very exciting. And uh, probably a, a much more interesting game. Javier Baez, you know, he was traded to the Mets uh, earlier at the trade deadline this year. And since then, he is hitting abysmally. And the fans boo. And guess what, Javier? This isn't Chicago. You're on the East Coast. You're in New York City, buddy. That's what they do. But Baez, uh, you know, Baez said to... You know, to uh, to the media, we're not machines. We're going to struggle seven times out of ten. It just feels bad when I strike out and get booed. It doesn't really get to me, but I want to let the fans know when we're successful. We're going to do the same thing to let them know how it feels. So uh, the Mets' new, uh, I don't know, their favorite thing to do now is give the thumbs down sign. That's them basically booing their own fans. Don't you love it? This is why I'm glad I root for the other New York team, the one that just won 12 straight. But what do you, what am I, you know, what are you going to do? 
Uh, the Pirates release Gregory Polanco. He has been with the team for a very long time, 29 years old. Um, he's And he's had some great seasons for the club, but I will say the last three haven't looked as good. Um, he's, wow, his batting average is terrible the last two years. 153. This season it's 208. Um, yeah, I mean... He's been a, he's been a he's he's been with them a long time. Shohei Otani. Now this guy is not being cut anytime soon. Forty home runs, twenty steals. I mean, honestly, the way the guy is pitching and batting, if he doesn't win, win MVP, I'm going to be really upset. Now it's a shame because I said this, I said this when when the Angels went out and spent all that money to bring him here, he is not going to get a chance to play in the playoffs. The Angels have two of the best players in the game, Otani and Trout. And at one point, they had Pujols too, one of the best in the game. All right, we'll, we'll cut him out of here because he's way past his prime. And he was. But, um, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm totally blown away by this, that they have these two fantastic players and they can't put anything else together. Any other team would probably have traded them away and tried to rebuild or do something. The Angels don't seem to do anything, and they just don't seem to care that they're not doing anything. Otani is just a phenomenal player, and uh, the Angels should be really happy to have him. All right, moving into football. Now, granted, it's preseason. Does this stuff really matter? No. But we'll talk about it anyway. Colts beat the Lions 27-17. to uh, Colts did not get a chance to see Carson Wentz out there just yet. Uh, Eagles and Jets, uh, 31-31. They had a tie. Panthers beat the Steelers 34-9. I think Sam Darnold actually got out there on this one. Uh, yes, he did. 162 yards and two touchdowns. That's exactly what they wanted to see your Panthers. Uh, Chiefs uh, beating the Vikings 28-25. to Bills beat the Pack 19-0. Ravens get a win over the Washington football team 37-3. Bears beat the Titans 27-24. We see any uh, Justin Fields went out for a little bit. 54 yards, 1 TD. Nick Foles had 142 and two touchdowns. Um, Buccaneers beat the Texans 23-16. Broncos beat the Rams 17-12. Seahawks got a win over the Chargers 27-0. Jags beating the Cowboys 34-14. Trevor Lawrence, he's been struggling. He looked solid, right? 11 for 12, 139 yards, two touchdowns. Again, though, you're playing against second-string defenses. You're not playing against the top dogs in, in Dallas right now. I think when the season starts, all the rookies are going to struggle. And let's be honest, most of the rookie quarterbacks, now we, we're talking about this because there's been so many rookie quarterbacks this year. Um, none of them have really faced first-team offenses right now. So it doesn't matter what you're seeing. It's going to change. 49ers beat the Raiders 34-10. Giants get a loss. Sorry, Giants get lost. Giants lose to the Patriots 22-20. Uh, Falcons lose to the Browns 13-10. Oh, they're, no, I'm sorry. That game's still going on right now. There's a couple of minutes left in that one. But the Browns are ahead 13-10. All right, can we talk about the games coming up? And it's starting fun right away. Buccaneers and Cowboys. Now, let's be honest. I'm, I'm going for the Buccaneers on this one. 
I think the Bucks have a really good chance to repeat. A really good chance. I don't think they're going to be the best of the best, but um, I can definitely see them repeating against this year. Cowboys really haven't made much noise. As usual, they're a great team, great-looking team on paper, but can never put it together. Buccaneers are going to win that game. Seahawks and Colts. I'm going with the Seahawks on this one because, let's be real, uh, you know, the Colts are by far a rebuilding team. Uh, it's going to take them a little bit more time to be able to compete with the big dogs. Jaguars-Texans. That's going to be fun. You know what? I'm going with a bold prediction. Trevor Lawrence, in his debut is going to help the Jaguars win that game. Go with the Jags. Uh, Eagles and Falcons. This is a tough one. Both teams are horrible. Um, honestly, putrid. Putrid. The Eagles don't even know who's going to be starting a quarterback. We're going to talk about that in a moment. Um, so I'm going to go with the Falcons. We'll go with the Matt Ryan effect here and, and for the Falcons. Uh, Washington and Chargers. No, wait. Is this every... Week one game? I don't think this is every week one game. We're going to have to find the other ones. Uh, Steelers, what did, what did I say? Washington and Chargers. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers on this one. Washington still is rudderless this year. They're, they're literally the worst team in the worst division. Let's put it that way. Steelers and Bills uh, should actually be a really good game. Most years you'd be like, hey, go Steelers, Bills. And you know what? The Bills, if they keep, they keep kept around their same core, as long as they don't miss a step, Bills are going to be a team worth talking about. I think they're going to beat the Steelers. Uh, 49ers and the Lions. Uh, that should be a fun one. Hmm. Terrible. Terrible teams all around. Got to go with the 49ers. Um, Garoppolo is, uh, well, actually, I, I saw today they're going to, um, they're going to platoon Garoppolo. Now, where am I? I ended up on the wrong thing. Bengals and Vikings. We'll, we'll look that up in a second. Who's there? Who's the Who is the other quarterback, though? 49ers. Let's go and see what they have. This was their game against the Raiders. Yeah. Trey Lance. That's who I'm thinking of. Um, so during their last preseason game, Trey Lance and Jimmy G were kind of in, out, in, out. Um, so there may be a little bit of platoon action going on there. And now I just lost the rest of my thing. All right, well, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Gardner Minshew, Gardner Minshew was traded to the Eagles. Nice move for the Eagles. Although we all thought Jalen Hurts was going to be the quarterback. Um, now you have three potential starters. Let's be real. Joe Flacco is not really one, but is Joe Flacco a third string guy? I don't know. He's, I know he's fallen from grace. I don't think he's fallen that far. And Minshew was the, the leader for the Jaguars the last two years, and he wasn't terrible. He was a serviceable quarterback on a really bad team. So, and they, I never really, I haven't fallen in love with Jalen Hurts. I know people here in Philly, of course, people here in Philly are going to love him unbelievably outright to begin with. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how they go. Now there's no preseason game to even give him a chance to learn the Eagles playbook. So I have a feeling it's going to take him a while just to get into it. They're going to let Jalen Hurts start for a few games. And then if he starts hurting or hurting them, then they'll they'll trade him out for Minshew, put Minshew in. 
Uh, all right, we kind of talked about Trevor Lawrence's performances. The Jets went out and acquired a pass rusher. They needed it. After losing Coral Lawson, they went out and got Shaq Lawson from the Houston Texans. And I have to say, good move for the Jets because the pass rusher was 100% a huge need for them. And then to lose lose three of their four big free agent signings this offseason this will help the Jets make the step forward that they need to make. Moving into basketball, Ray John Rondo returning to the Lakers? Okay, he was bought out by the Grizzlies earlier today. Remember, he was part of the uh, Bledsoe deal uh, just recently. So Rondo uh, traded from the Clippers to the Grizzlies and now back to L.A. I think he just likes Los Angeles. Um you know, he's, he actually, you know, he played for the Lakers from 2018 to 2020, helped them win a championship, and he's not the first 2020 champion player that they've brought back. Actually, a couple of former uh, Lakers have returned in the offseason, Dwight Howard, Trevor Reza, Wayne Ellington, Kent Bazemore. Um, combine that with the team they have, Lakers still look good, but old. You have all these great pieces, right? Somebody's going to get hurt, for one. We're, let's just, every team has injuries. Every single team. The oldest team in the league is, is probably the Lakers. Um, someone's going to get hurt at some point. But, uh, and maybe they make a big deal of the trade deadline. I don't know. But with, with these guys, with James and AD and Westbrook and Melo, Lakers have a really good-looking roster. Is it good enough? Yeah, I think so. And for once in my life, I think I'm rooting for Carmelo. Well, I'm rooting for the, for the Lakers because of Carmelo Anthony. But for the first time, I'm like, I'm rooting for the Lakers because of Carmelo Anthony. Love the guy. Love him. Kevin Love has no interest in a buyout with the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think Cleveland Cleveland's ready to rebuild from this whole crazy, uh, well, from the LeBron era. But Kevin Love sort of stuck around through, through thick and thin with the Cavaliers. And... Um, you know, oh, hold on. I lost my lost, lost my uh, headphones there for a second, folks. Am I still here? Yep. Okay, great. Great. Don't you love wires? I love them. Love them. All right. Uh, Kevin Love uh, is, is, there's been no talks between him and the team about a buyout, but um, they have some significantly younger players uh, in the front court, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley. And then, you know, Laurie McCain from the uh, from the Bulls is a huge get for them. Um, you know, I feel like Cleveland's looking to rebuild. Kevin Love is not part of that equation. We've been hearing about Kevin Love where, you know, getting out of Cleveland since LeBron was there and since they acquired him, basically. Guy's still there. Um, no, I, I think he's going to stick around just a tad bit longer. I mean, he was part of that championship team. He probably doesn't have to buy a single meal in the city of Cleveland. Why would he want to go anywhere? All right, the Hurricanes, I think this is hilarious. So a couple of years ago, um, the Montreal Canadiens tenured an offer sheet to Sebastian Ayo from the Hurricanes. Five-year, $42 million offer sheet for a restricted free agent. What that means is that if he accepts that offer, Carolina then has to match it in order to keep him. So Carolina shelled out a lot of money to keep him. 
Well, Carolina wasn't happy about that and decided they're going to dish it out back to Montreal. So, uh, Jasperi, I, you know I love names, Kotkaniemi, Kotkaniemi, uh, who is a, he's a 20-goal scorer. He kind of was like on and off the bench for Montreal during their playoff run. Um, they decided to offer him a $6.1 million contract. A one-year, one-year, $6.1 million contract. That's a lot of money for a 21-year-old. 20, in hockey, that is a lot. Which means, you know, A, they, to some degree, they, do they feel like he's worth the money or are they just doing it because they have a lot of cap space and want to screw with the Montreal Canadiens? Could be either. Canadians now have to give this guy a one-year, a $6.1 million contract. Like, Jeez. Um, the funniest thing, though, is that their signing bonus was literally $20. Um, now, hopefully he comes in. If the, it, Let's say he does play for them for the one year. He thought it was a joke, by the way. <laughs> he thought the whole thing was a joke. Let's say he comes in and plays for them the entire year, right? It's one season, scores 10 goals. All right. I think I think Montreal likes the guy. I think they want to keep him around long term. I think they're going to match it. I really do. Six point one million dollars, and the, and he fits in actually pretty well with the Hurricanes because they have a young core. They look like they're poised to be really good again. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Sabers could be headed to Hamilton for an outdoor game versus the Maple Leafs. Okay, why? Why do this? Why have Sabres and Maple Leafs. Well, for one, it's it's halfway between the two, so I'm sure you get fans of both teams there. Probably more Toronto fans because it's in Canada, and I just can't see Canadians rooting for an American team, even if they are close by. Um, however, there's also been talks about the Coyotes and the Coyotes possibly relocating. They've been kicked out of their stadium in the city of Glendale, right? Um, so where are they going to go? Well, there's talks about them going to Phoenix, Mesa, right? Staying in Arizona. And if that fails, then what do you do? There's a few options here, right? Portland has been talked about. Um, Quebec is always pushing and trying to get to a team, trying to get an expansion team, right? Hartford, uh, is laughable, but possible. And then you have Hamilton, who's been pushing for a hockey team for a long time. Now, you know, the NHL doesn't like moving teams to Canada for many reasons, and they just refuse to give up on Phoenix, even if it hasn't been doing anything for them. Um, I just find it really interesting. Is this game in Hamilton because it's midway between Toronto and Buffalo? Sure. Is the NHL secretly also trying to see if you could put fans in seats in Hamilton? For sure, absolutely, 100%. I don't think it would ever work. There's been a couple instances over the years of uh, rich dudes in Canada trying to bring teams to the city of Hamilton. I just don't think it's going to happen. But it's a fun prospect and pro possibly would even be talked about. Um, as far as Phoenix, let's, let's actually... Um, oh no, they're Arizona, Arizona Coyotes, Coyotes, um, possible future at Tempe, 
um, which would be pretty good. Uh, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of neighboring towns where they can go to. Phoenix Valley is huge. I wouldn't be surprised if they stay in Arizona. They just got to figure it out. Their ownership group is finally somewhat stable for now. They got to figure out an arena though. Evander Kane and his accuses his wife of hitting him. This is a pretty nasty divorce. There's been accusations of cheating, of people apparently beating each other, of him gambling. I think, was he released by the Sharks? I'm not sure. Um, but this has just been a nasty, nasty divorce. Uh, Henrik Lundqvist apparently was really close to returning, playing for the Capitals last season. Um... But uh, it seems like he chose not to. You know, he had, there was the complications with open heart surgery. Um, so uh, we did not get to see further play from Lundqvist. No, he'll retire. He'll get his number retired by the Rangers and, and call it a day. Uh, Sabres and Zach Eichel. This is a mess. This thing is an absolute mess. He wants to be seen by a different doctors. Sabres want to do it their way. He fires his agent. Now he's got a new agent. Just trade the guy. Somebody's going to want him. Somebody somewhere is going to want him. Doesn't matter, hurt, injured. Why is Buffalo holding on to him? Probably because they want him healthy. He'll be worth more healthy than he will be injured. So the sooner they get him healthy, and the sooner they get him back on the ice, the sooner they can trade him away. So Eichel fighting them about when he returns, kind of fighting himself because he just wants to get out of there. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau totally falls apart. Oh my gosh. Wait, this wasn't the article I was looking for, is it? Uh, yeah, it kind of is. Um, Patrick Cantley ended up winning the BMW Championship this weekend. DeChambeau was in charge the entire weekend, and then totally falls apart. But the, the thing about DeChambeau is he's a bit of a jerk. Uh, so there's a great sh there's a great video of him like telling Cantley not to to stop walking while he's trying to line up a shot. This is a mental game, and if you can get into Shambo's head, you can beat DeChambeau. And the sooner other golfers figure this out, the better. Kepka's kind of the same way. He's also very. Uh, very arrogant, but him and him and DeChambeau have a bit of beef with each other, very open, I guess, about not liking each other. Uh, they're going to have to put it aside for the U.S. Ryder Cup team uh, because the United States has only won two Ryder Cups in the last 20 years. Darn it, they just want to win. So we'll see. Can DeChambeau and, and Brooks Kepka can they work together? I don't know. We're going to find out. But friends, that's all the time I had for today. Um, I just want to say it has been lovely chatting up the sports with you. I feel like I know you, myself, and this world just a little bit better today. Anyway, if you like what you hear, find me on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Special thanks, as usual, to Joanna Drago. She's the content editor, set designer, and logo designer of this podcast. I'd love to thank our social media warriors, Gary and Mary Kay Albert, because Honestly, they've been curious, like, where where has this show been? They've also been helping us with the babies. I think they understand. Um, and I hope you enjoyed the new song, uh, which the name escapes me, but the information is in the thing below. So this is not copyright infringement, friends. I'm 
doing what you told me to do. Thank you. Okay, like I said, find me on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago. Yeah, that's me. Or you can email me, Sports3XPodcast at gmail.com. Um, is there anything else? I think I'm good. I'm ready to call this thing a day, night, year, etc. Brandy, friends, 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 thanks for joining me, and have a lovely day. Cuck-caw!